Welcome to Can We Cook It? Vegan Minis. <laughs> the ve are vegan minis. The vegan minis? The vegan minis. Vegan miniaturized episodes. Mini vegans. I liked the mini vegans. The, the mini, mini vegans. I don't Welcome know. to, okay, start over. <laughs> Welcome to Can We Cook It? The mini ve the vegan, vegan minis. Okay, let's start over. <laughs> Welcome to Can We Cook It? The Vegan Minis. There we go. So, what we'll be doing <laughs> once a week. That was is, only 30 seconds. That was only. Oh, okay, I wasted. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's start again. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll be doing once a week is dropping just a mini little taste of an episode where we go over what we've cooked vegan that week. We will cover between two and four recipes each episode. Um, and just if you are a new listener and this is the first thing you're listening to, stop and go listen to some other stuff. Well, don't stop. You could listen to this. I guess, but you're not going to understand our life. The reason, <laughs> the reason <laughs> yes, you won't understand our lives. And that is a terrible loss to yeah. not understand that. But well, the whole premise the of why we're The reason why we're doing vegan minis to any potential new listeners <laughs> is because my 12 year old, near al 13, almost 13 year old e daughter. Uh, is a vegan so we find ourselves cooking a lot of new recipes and it is a whole adventure it certainly is so to we're gonna give you just a quick rundown of the four recipes we did this week and then we'll dive a little deeper into what recipes we used what we changed from the recipes how they turned out what we felt about them how they went over with the 12 year old not always the same answer between us and the 12-year-old. No, certainly not. All right. Not always the same between you and I, even. True. And sometimes if the recipe calls for fake cheese on ours, we've sometimes put in our real cheese. We always try the fully vegan version, but we do sometimes make, if it's not too much of a hassle, right. a slightly we'll a vegetarian a version. Yes. So <laughs> do you want to run down yeah. the four things, Jackie? So the four things that we cooked this week were... A curried ramen soup. This wonderful new delight called bao buns. Some rainbow lasagna. And in our can we cook it fashion, we found a vegan recipe for a crunch wrap from Taco Bell. Yes. So Jackie truly is the, the MVP of Haley going vegan, as in lots of time spent on Pinterest and the internet at large, finding vegan recipes that are healthy and plant-based and not just soy and tofu and not just approximations of non-vegan food. Although some of that kind of falls into this category, like, you know, we'll get to it, but the rainbow lasagna mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, we're not just making like, you know, impossible burgers every night or soy something frozen and heating that up because that's an easy trap to fall into with vegan cooking i feel like especially with only a third of the family being vegan yes i feel like it would be really easy for us to turn to like oh we'll make you and like some maybe once or twice a month we might do like a we'll make you something frozen from trader joe's and we'll eat some chicken or something but but uh, so in trying to go mostly meat free by 2021, you know, only eating meat on special occasions and 
having it be higher quality, better sourced meat, Haley going vegan has been a nice push in that direction. It certainly has been. So do you want to dig into ramen curry first? Yeah. So it was just packets of ramen. So yeah, I found this recipe on Pinterest is where I source most of my adventures. And this <laughs> for vegan cooking in particular. And then this recipe in particular comes from the MidwestFoodieBlog.com. Um, a woman named Kylie. Midwest Foodie Blog. And this recipe has 98 reviews and is a full five star. So gave you a good where to start. Now. Can we, can, can we go right up top? You rate it. I rate it. And then dig in a little deeper. Totally. Okay. What did you think about this? Out of five? Yes. Out of five. I'm going to give it a three. Out of five eggplants. I three. gave it three eggplants. Three eggplants. Yeah, I'm going to give it, um, I think I would also give it three eggplants. I might go like 2.8 or something. Just because I liked it less than you and it's very, very salty. It was one of those things I ate it and then like felt like I needed a nap just because of <laughs> intense sodium intake. Absolutely. So a lot of that came from the soy sauce, the, uh, or not soy sauce, sorry, the sesame oil is salty. We did not use homemade vegetable broth. We had to buy vegetable broth for this since we didn't have any in the freezer. And pre-store made vegetable broth, I've noticed, has been really salty. Most definitely. Um, And then I think along with that, it calls for salt. I'm not sure if we added it or not. I don't think we did because we usually don't. We're usually pretty conscious of under-salting or trying not to over-salt. But here's my thought. So we bought ramen noodle packets, like the cheap 50 cent ramen noodle packets. And just didn't use and the And didn't use flavor. the powder, but you put the powder I did. I did. on your yep. bowl. And yes. so that sodium that's meant to be diluted in an entire cup of ramen noodles was then directly put on your bowl, which I'm wondering is maybe that's why it was so salty. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I did try some without the added ramen flavoring, but True. I will say I did. It is a nice recipe. Ramen is tasty. The the broth that you made accompanying the noodles was nice. It had lots of mushrooms and sugar snap peas and carrots and like larger, you know, in like an Asian soup fashion, larger chunks of them kind of floating in the broth with the, it was a very, mm -hmm. it was nice. It was too salty. I think next time we could make it again and I could probably bump it up to a four if I was more conscious of the level of salt in it. And I will say we added probably twice as much curry powder as it called for. Sure. It only called for two teaspoons and that did not give it enough flavor. So we upped the curry powder by like double. Um, but one fun thing about it is like, you can buy whatever type of ramen you like and then add a little more flavor to it. Like we bought the green chili mm -hmm. ramen and adding that powder into it was nice and gave it a little flavor boost. Or having the uh, the chili hot sauce and a scoop of that into it if you're a bit of a heat seeker. Absolutely. Or that rooster sauce. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, not sriracha, but the, the rooster like chili, chili paste, paste specifically yeah. okay. is great. Just adding a scoop of that right into the broth. Absolutely. And I think we actually put some of that into our whole salsa or into our whole soup. <laughs> and it didn't call for that either. Because um, we do like things a little bit 
spicier than normal. And Haley's been really into spice lately too. Yes. I will say this is a dish that she, I was like four, four out of five. She did. She like liked it a, it a little bit more than us. I really do think it has potential for, I would be open to making it again. Most definitely. It's one that we could tweak a little bit and definitely push my enjoyment of it. We usually ask Haley, is this a cook again or not again? And it, this was a cook again. So, Next, we're going to hop into bao buns. Now, bow this is buns. something that we've actually made twice now. Bao buns. <laughs> and I am—I think you liked it better the second time than the first time, right? Yes. Yeah, so I made the dough the first time we made it. A bao bun is essentially, it's like a, a dumpling kind of. It's a little pocket of dough filled with sauteed vegetables essentially yeah it's almost like a pot sticker but with a bunch of veggies yes i think there was recently a pixar short about bao buns so you know i think they're in the the consciousness currently but so um, this recipe comes from pinterest again and it's from bianca zapataka so i'm gonna spell that bianca and then z-a-p-a-t-k-a is her last name bianca taka huh Zap Bianca Zapataka. Zapataka, interesting. Okay, but um, yes, I made the dough for the the bun portion the first time we made them, mm -hmm. and it was a little too thick. And also, we added tofu the first time around as well, where the second time around we only did the veggies. So it calls for a bunch of vegetables, and really the second time we just looked in our fridge, pulled whatever veggies were like getting close to death, and used that. But I think getting a thinner dough mm -hmm. so you don't bite through it doesn't get so gummy yeah you have just and like the first time it was kind of like a big puffy because it is like kind of essentially like a steamed biscuit kind of it was big but and puffy but just both sides of yeah but a just little a little crunch. too gummy yeah. when you made the dough the second time you got it thinner and it, i enjoyed them quite a bit more i did roll them out quite a bit thinner and it maybe didn't like a couple of them leaked a little bit but I think having them leak and then having them more crunchy and less doughy was a total good payoff. We also westernized it fully and made a peanut butter and jelly bao bun for Haley. Yep. Which was highly enjoyed. It was highly enjoyed. We did learn that she needs to eat at least two normal bao buns before getting her peanut butter and jelly bao bun, though. Rudimentary parenting <laughs> mistake, allowing the peanut butter and jelly bao bun to even be within sight before the veggie bao buns are eaten. Well, it'll get cold. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> it is kind of just like a cooked uncrustable mm. at that point, right? You know, we did not give this a score, though, right but, off the bat. Oh, yeah. Well, geez. I know. Messing it's a up little, already. A little loose on the vegan. It is. I mean, our normal episodes are so rigidly structured, <laughs> usually. And there's no straying from the topic ever. Ever. What would you give the bow buns? I hmm, average between. I'm going to the give them a three point five. I like them slightly more than I like the ramen. I think they were fun. They'd be really fun for like a party, and people can like customize what veggies they put in them. Like I know we made a couple that were all mushroom and things like that. I think that that's a fun thing to do, but they're also, they're very tedious. Like it's like mm. you're going to cook for two hours before you eat this meal. That's yeah. That's a good point. Um, I am going to give them a 2.8 as well. Cause I think I went 3.5. Oh, you went 3.5 2. 2. same as ramen. I, they're completely equal to the ramen curry to me. Okay. It's like, they're not my favorite. 
I don't know. I'd be interested to see how healthy they are with the dough and everything. I mean, healthy enough, right? You're eating a lot of veggies, but you know, you're eating carbs with the dough. And I think they're just okay. Okay. Uh, this <laughs> this is something that Haley has requested multiple times since we've made them. That's Big why they've been made twice. Haley, yes. She loves them. And this last time I made like five extras and they're just sitting in the freezer waiting to be cooked. So next time she wants bao buns, there we go. And they are easily freezable and thought out. And I think we have done that before and it worked out well. Yeah. All right. Now the next one, a big, a big dish here, the rainbow lasagna. This was quite the to-do. We cooked this over two days. And before I dive into it, I'll let you know it's from the wonderful food lady on Pinterest named Rainbow Nourishments. Ooh. So it makes sense that it's a rainbow lasagna. And let's give it a score right off the, the top here. I did not try the fully vegan version. I think you've been going first. The last two, I'll give my score first. Okay. The rainbow lasagna, I'm going to give a... We're going out of five yep. eggplants. Five eggplants. Three and a half eggplants. Three and a half eggplants. Yes. Okay. I, before we get too into details, and want to hear your score, but just as a little, you know, I think it was completely comparable to a normal lasagna in how much I enjoyed it. I agree. I, as far as enjoying it as much as I enjoy normal lasagna... Um, I think it's a fun switch up from normal lasagna. I'm going to give it a 3.2. Okay. And maybe I should clarify, I enjoy it as much as I enjoy any other vegetarian lasagna. Yes. I do definitely enjoy a lasagna with some meat in it a little bit more than this. Now, did you... So, but with this, we made two different versions. Yes. Did you have some of the full vegan version? I did have some of the full vegan version. So I guess, okay two scores here one used normal cheese and one used vegan cheese well right that and the central layer for the vegan one was ricotta made from tofu okay yep where the central layer for the other one was normal ricotta so 3.5 so that was a vegetarian rainbow lasagna I'm going to give like a, a three to the vegan vegetarian or rainbow lasagna. Yeah. I, I didn't love the idea of just having like a huge layer of tofu in my lasagna, just being someone who doesn't love tofu. Yeah. I, for me, tofu really takes on the flavor of what it's cooked with. It I agree is, that, but it has a distinct texture. It does have a very distinct texture. It, you have to dice it small because it can be very spongy you're not going to fully avoid that ever, but you can minimize it by dicing it as small as possible. Well, and we didn't even dice it. We used the food processor and kind of whizzed it into more of a paste with the kale and the spinach. Right. But I still, I stuck with the vegetarian version. So we should, we should yeah. maybe explain what <laughs> rainbow lasagna is. So it comes with three layers of sauce along with alternating your like normal marinara red sauce. And so at the bottom, you make this sweet potato layering sauce. You essentially, for each layer, you're taking different veggies, you're cutting them up, you're roasting them, you're taking some sauteed onions, uh, white onions for the sweet potato layer, 
And then after baking that all together, you're then food processing it into a paste. So, so we yeah. did it with sweet potato on the bottom. In the middle was either ricotta with kale and spinach or tofu with kale and spinach. And then the top layer was beets. Beets with, and then so the middle layer had white onion with the ricotta and kale and spinach or the tofu and kale and spinach. And then the beet layer has red onion mixed in with it. And I will say the beet layer made the whole dish super pretty. It's very, it's called rainbow lasagna for a reason. And the the purple beet, the very nice orange sweet potato layer, and the kind of greenish white kale ricotta or tofu layer, it all looks very nice together. It really does. Um, I think that Haley wasn't necessarily sold on this. Um, I think... But a lot of that comes with when we cook something that's slightly different than hers. She's not as sold on it. Yeah, that's fair. Like the fact that I made two lasagnas and one of them was vegan and one was vegetarian. I think she was a little bit bummed out that we all weren't eating eating the unified vegan version. And just like that alone is like a switch. That is definitely a mental switch. And then also seeing that beets are going into it seeing that it's a bunch of spinach and kale she doesn't love kale seeing that it's a bunch of sweet potatoes and then it's all food processed into a paste i think it's one of those things of i don't know she saw the sausage being made and then was a little less interested in it because of it you know <laughs> i like if she knows mushrooms are in a dish that's going to make her 20 percent less likely to like it no matter what it tastes like plus grandma was down for this meal too Yes. And yes. I think grandma also did not try the vegan version. She also, just like me, had the vegetarian version. It's hard to forego the real cheese on a lasagna because vegan cheese just doesn't melt as well and it has a very distinct taste to it. And the stuff that does melt gets so smooth and like goopy instead of stringy. Yes, it doesn't have that pull apart. It is just kind of like... A liquid almost. I think I've decided that as a vegan, I'd preferred no cheese and maybe just the flavor of nutritional yeast to add that nutty cheese flavor. Yeah. Than actually like making fake cheeses. Yeah, it's, I think cheese is probably the hardest frontier to conquer successfully in like veganness. Although but, I um... will say, one thing that I have actually just recently put in an order for is called sparrow um it's a type of cream vegan cream cheese that is made from sunflowers Ooh. and so we'll be getting that in the mail and so on one of the vegan minis listen for <laughs> our comparison of this vegan sunflower cream cheese we try really hard to avoid things made with almonds. And yes. I know we've gone through that in our last like vegan chat or when we did Jay Selby's. But the, the rainbow lasagna, although tasty and fun, it is quite the to do to make. It was very like we made the three layers the day before, like the three, the butternut squash, the green and the beet and like have a ton of cleaning up to do after yes. each one. It takes a lot of, you know, you have to go buy beets, you have to go buy sweet potatoes, things you probably don't normally have. But it, you know, it's worth making once, I think. And, and especially in the summer when it's farmer's market time and you can get this stuff beautifully and locally grown. And if you want just a little, I mean, a slightly healthier switch up to lasagna, it's a fun thing to try. It and is. If, you, if you're cooking for a vegan or vegetarian, totally worth it yeah, to try out. Totally. All right. Last 10 minutes here. 
the we crunch one... wrap. Oh, good. I was going to say, I think we have one more left. Our, our Taco Bell recreation, the vegan crunch wrap. Now, in the recipe, which let me pull that up here real quick. It is from... Kathy's Vegan Kitchen, also on Pinterest, but also a website, kathysvegankitchen.com. This has 59 votes and has a 4.5 rating. They made a vegan Crunchwrap Supreme, but they did not do the addition of a tostada in the middle. Yes. In the, So it's not a true vegan Crunchwrap. It's like a vegan stuffed burrito, kind of. And a tostada being just essentially a large round tortilla chip, more or less, that you would normally put like a, a corn mayo mixture on top of, if anyone doesn't know what a tostada is. Right. And so what we did was we took our cold ingredients, which what was really, really, oh, wait, getting ahead of myself. Give it a vote. Yes. Uh, the crunch wrap. Um, I'm not someone who loves Taco Bell or eats Taco Bell very often. So I, you know, my, I've had not that many crunch wraps in my life, but I think they're okay. You know, I, I get the appeal of them. I think they're kind of a beloved Taco Bell staple. I'm going to give this, and it really is like, it's a, it's a monster crunch wrap. The thing that we made is a huge pocket. It's much bigger than a normal crunch wrap, um, but I'm going to give it a four. I think, I think it was very good. I also really enjoyed it. I love how customizable it is. Absolutely. Also a great thing if you're going to have friends over and like hang out. Not too hard to make. And everyone can put on what they like. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Nice. I would eat this for lunch anytime. Totally. It was also something that was pretty easy to like make a couple extra of and freeze for Haley to have at another time. Yes, yeah, she brought them up to Duluth and I think it worked out just fine. Yeah. So basically what you do is you get the giant burrito um tortillas and you put all your cold ingredients that you want like lettuce tomato um Haley put on some guacamole some salsa um some like cashew based <laughs> nacho cheese beans. that went on the other side did it it went on the hot side oh, so, it right, get right, heated right, up. Right. so all the cold ingredients are on one side then you put the tostada to separate and then you pile on the hot ingredients, which like black beans, rice, um, refried beans if you want, um, any type of like if you do fake taco beef or whatever. Which just to, like the one thing that I think does taste pretty good and does work as a pretty solid substitute is fake beef. They have gotten to a point where that does taste good, where you can buy the crumbles and add some taco seasoning. And it is not too far off of, especially in this context where it's with all this other stuff in like a pocket. I tried the vegan one and like it tastes, it's not the same as normal beef, but it's, it's not bad at all. Yeah. And like, this is something that we just don't have to add meat to. Um, and then we also added, so this is the first time we attempted to make a like vegan nacho cheese where you soak cashews overnight, let them get really soft, you drain them, and then you food process them with, like, nutritional yeast and some, like, chipotle seasoning and some paprika and some turmeric for coloring um, to try to get that nacho cheese 
and Haley really enjoyed it. I think it went over pretty well. Yeah, I think she would probably give it a five if she were to rate it. Yeah. Um, it's not something that, I mean, you can make a jar of it and keep it in your fridge for like a week and use it on different things. It does take some pre-thought with having to soak your cashews. I think there's a version where you can like boil water and soak them in hot water and it's a little quicker, but... In the folding of it, you take a little cookie cutter, cut out a circular portion of it, put that on the inside and then fold around that, correct? That's how you get that nice Yeah, so that you have a to it. fully closed one. What we did was like you take the big burrito, you do the layers with the tostada in the middle... And then I took a cookie cutter and then on a smaller tortilla, just like, or if you have the little tortillas for like street tacos, you can just flap one of those on top about the same size as the, as the tostada. And then you just kind of fold up the corners from the tortilla on top of that. And then just sear the open side. And when I say open, it's like the one that has all the folds. You sear that in a little bit of oil until it gets nice and brown. And then you flip it over and let it finish. And yeah, there you just go. get like a little bit of cook on the cold side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it turns out very well. And super easy to just make a couple of extra. And that way that <laughs> you get to have things pre-prepped. Um, yeah, it was a pretty successful week. We didn't have any major flops this week. Um, we'll keep you posted because we definitely have major flops in the V. Oh yeah. Some major flops in the vegan world. Yes. Coming up. But we will talk this about was a that good week. Haley liked everything. I think we also pretty much enjoyed everything. Yeah. And you can cook vegan. Yeah. We can cook Taco Bell vegan. Yeah. We could do a whole episode on that, but we won't. We'll do a Taco Bell episode someday. Someday. Maybe. Um, All right, well, check out our next mini.